Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Star Wars Actors Guild 77 podcast. The first in Star Wars social media entertainment and performance. We'd like to thank you for joining us. The Swag 77 team encourages you to like us on Facebook, follow us on WordPress, follow us on Twitter, circle us on Google, follow us on Tumblr, subscribe to us on iTunes, and like our character pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Your hosts are Josh or J.D. Mall of J.D. Mall Productions. Gina Moore Sanders, owner of Star Wars Actors Guild 77. Our co-hosts are the awesome supporters of Swag 77, who are social media entertainment professionals. Thanks for listening. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Swag 77 podcast. Hello, hello. And I'd like to welcome my co host, Tony B. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, we're having fun here. Woohoo! You're listening. Yeah, we're rocking and rolling. You're listening to the Star Wars Actors Guild 77 podcast on Sundays, usually at 4 p.m. on the West Coast, 7 p.m. on the East Coast. The West Coast is the best coast. Yes! I don't know about that. Hey! Hey, we (laughs) will have no hatred, bold, gauzy people around here. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, I ain't, I ain't for the Patriots, and I ain't for Seattle. Hey! <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting right off, off to the sideline saying, okay, time for baseball. Time for baseball season. <laughs> now, that's because you, your bronies didn't figure out. You're listening to the Holonet uh, ESPN, and we're talking about the upcoming Super Bowl between the Patriots and the New England Patriots and the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Oh, this is a Star Wars podcast. Darn it. (laughs) Yeah, and I do believe that the Seattle Seahawks and Patriots don't play till next Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday they play. So we might be watching that game or, you know, 
Okay, well, <laughs> we might not have a podcast that day. <laughs> you may be doing that, but I am might just be sitting there turning on the Netflix. Yeah, well, <laughs> Netflix is good. We'll see, you know, as long as they don't deflate those balls, you know. Well, <laughs> we do not need to be hearing about anybody's balls. Of course not. <laughs> Join us in chat. Talk to us in chat. Uh, if you're on the website, Mixler.com slash channel dash 1138. Uh, talk to us in chat. Um, we're going to go. The chat people. Yeah, the chat people. I see quite a few. Some new, some not so new. But we love you all. Woohoo! Yes! So, uh, this podcast is the Star Wars Actors Guild 77 podcast, and Swag 77 is the social media entertainment and performance, and we're a fan organization and a business, and I just paid the taxes on the business. Give me a high five. <laughs> that was, like, not that fun. Was many, that was many high fives. Yeah, that is like... What the heck were you doing giving yourself many high fives? Because it's like... I don't know what a refuse radioactive waste tax is. I mean, I don't use radioactive waste. So well, why am I being taxed on it? I don't know. I, I think it's just out in that area. Because I don't think we pay that out here. And there's like a... a like a domesticated animal farm use tax, and I don't own a farm. Well, I got no deductions this year. I like kind of mad about that. <laughs> well, what the heck, Gina? <laughs> Why the hell did you not take and get some kind of deductions? Because I didn't do anything like go to a convention and really work on that. I mean, I should have done that, but I just couldn't see myself doing that this past year 2014 so oh well that's life I, you know i didn't get deductions yeah, i haven't filed my taxes yet just in case i so well these are these are business taxes so you know right. they charge for everything you breathe on something they charge for it so if you worst tax year ever len hobble said yeah. Well, no, I don't even think it's all about the political situation. I think it's more like states are strapped. They're really strapped. And so they're going to take it out wherever they can get it. I mean, last year's... Well, see, the thing is that uh, Obama doesn't have anything to do with state income tax. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he only has trouble... He only has federal. Yeah. Federal is a lot nicer than the uh, state. So basically, if Bush was in office, he would say the same thing. <laughs> well, states well, are different. You know, states make up their own rules. I mean, even the form of my state, which is Washington, state taxes is different from what last year. It was different from what it is this year. I mean, I, I say for South Dakota. One nice thing about South Dakota is we don't pay state income tax. 
But that's low. That's for personal, right? It's not for business, right? That's pretty much for. We don't pay state. We pay income tax, but it's federal income tax. We don't. No, you that the personal. We don't pay income tax in Washington, but a business still has to pay a tax. Well, I haven't really. We have sales tax out here. Yes, swag is a business. Well. Swag is under the my main business, which is social media, but not entertainment. Well, Swag is the entertainment in. Made... I oh, can yeah. justify it, but it's hard well, to... You need a corporate board to understand that. <laughs> well, I won't repeat what Len said about his taxes since 2000, but... Yeah, I bring up this. I only bring up... This, oh, and I also had to renew my local business license, which was, God, they went up like, you know, 2%. And I was like, dude, how do you go from here to there? And I, they did a lot of building in my city, and it's like, they got to pay for it, I guess, you know, with jacked up traffic and roads. So they went up for that. That's local. But anyway, I say all of this is because I have to do all this stuff for swag because I want to but the other thing is it's really hard to do all of this because you get when you get people who make a mockery of you and try to put you down on social media you just sit there and you be like do you guys even pay taxes <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't want to talk to you unless you're paying a business tax and then we can have compare notes but you guys are doing whatever you want to do on, on social media and then bad-mouthing. We got bad... Swag got bad-mouthed like three times in the last two weeks. In the last month, we got bashed like almost... <laughs> and you're like, dude, what do you... When I see it coming in, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to see you pay your tickets to this concert. I'm gonna see. Hey, I'm gonna have to see some money here. <laughs> so Len actually wrenched on cars and did a lot of free work. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, but Swag is a business. It, it's a fan organization and a business, and we don't really profit off of uh, doing Star Wars specific things like you know writing books or stuff like that. We do it another way. And we'll share that at the end of this podcast after the interview. Yay! Oh, he's, Len's actually playing Star Wars The Old Republic as he listens to us. Yay! So, hope you win. And have, what's that? Hope he, I hope he wins. Well, I'm sure he's kicking some butt somehow. Yeah. Shape, some way, shape, or form in that game. So, hey, I'm eating a bowl of chili. TMI, dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with chili? Dude, it's, it's South Dakota. T TMI. Oh. Yeah, are you still snowed in? You're the abominable snowman? Not quite. We're actually getting... It's unusually warm for January this time of year for this... For you guys? This year. It's the yeah. same for us. It's unusually warm. Because tomorrow's temperatures are supposed to be in the 40s. Yeah the next two days so but tony is in south dakota i'm in washington state seattle 
Seahawks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, it is. It's unseasonably warm. It is interesting. So I haven't. I'm not going down to California until uh, April. Celebration Anaheim. Woohoo! Hey, send. So, are we planning on having me come to that through Skype? Well, you know, I looked into that. That's another <laughs> having a business. That's another fee. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, because they're wireless. I have a hotspot. I love the hotspot. Verizon hotspot. Yeah, you know, they upgrade and everything. But the little rectangular one that they have, or the little square one they have, it works fine. Anyway, they 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 don't work in a convention center. We tested that theory, and they do not work. So you have to get a hard hard line Ethernet connection, and Dang. they gouge you. They jack you for that. They like I don't know what they do, but what they do is not right, and it costs money. So. I'm going to have to decide, you know, go for the hot spot and you can't do anything or go for, go for right. the ethernet and you could do a whole lot more, but you're out the butt for <laughs> a lot of money. We're talking about a thousand dollars. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And people get mad at me about my GoFundMe campaign and I'm like, dude. That's with a table and two chairs. And you wonder why I need a GoFundMe campaign. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, basically Lucasfilm was like, Lucasfilm was like, um, uh, they were like, yeah, <laughs> internet access, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what they said. <laughs> I'm like, that's just not right. And I'm like, well, maybe I should just pay for it. But I don't even have a booth number yet. So I don't know what my booth will be to tell them where to go. Well, thing is, is with that Ethernet, hopefully it's the fastest speed you can get to where... It's a 10-something megabits per second, I think. Bytes per second. BPS is that the right term? So it's yeah. I don't know. That would have been gigs per second. I know, huh? I'm like, I'm only getting ten megs for this, dude. You're like, should hook me up, break me off something. (laughs) And if I'm by the little dance dance uh stage again like i was the last time the the whole sound system just wrecks your internet just your wireless just goes boom (laughs) and this is gina is the gal speaking and basically 10 megs is how much ethernet or internet speed 
speech she would get at the convention. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah, they they jack us. They they're just like, well, what's the point of having a table? I should just roam around like everybody else. So. <laughs> and Len said to use your cell phone. No, it can't work. In the yeah. con in the in the convention, if you have in the convention hall. No, we tried that. We tried the cell phone. We tried to tap into everybody's cell phone. We tried that. It it like <laughs> they knocked us down. It was like, oh, I can't do it. It's like only in the early morning and in the evening when everyone was gone. That's when the hot spot worked. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Basically so, before everybody got there and Yeah. The whole day when you needed it, it didn't work. So hey, no, nah, no, nah, they kick you out. Okay, they'll still take that table back from you. I'm not trying to have Lucasfilm take a table back from me. And unless it's actually you're hired to hack a signal, it's illegal. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody got to hook up. We might have to talk to Hondo. Hey, Hondo, what yeah. do you think? Uh, he's just back in the bedroom back there, so oh. give me a second here. Hondo, what do you think? You think you can hook Gina up somehow? I don't know, my friend. It's possible I might be able to find some way to get you a hookup. So I will look into it. Well, that's, okay, thanks, Hondo. That's what Hondo says. <laughs> have to grease yeah, the local see. politician here all right so uh star wars actor skills uh tell stories on social media and we just got done telling the first part of a story on twitter and it was really good and i did not bring it up um if it is actually kind of funny um, we did this story with our characters from Star Wars Rebels, and then we added another secret character. Doo -doo -doo! Oh, oh. By suggestion of uh, someone from one of the pages on Facebook. And we call this the Visage, Presage story. And if there's a basis for it. We have written it up uh, in Storify. It's kind of unedited and it's kind of loopy. But we did it. Check it out. Find out who this mystery person who would love to talk to Sabine about art. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you know Sabine's into art right. yeah it's a Star Wars Rebels little role play and we had a lot of fun and you know we're only at the first part this isn't the end of the story we have like a few more parts to do but it's coordination is not as easy as it could be but 
there you go. And that's kind of what Swag does. We also do this podcast. We also work with Tony on Geek Talk. And and uh, when we do it, we have combo interviews. And tonight's interview is with James Arnold Taylor. And we had it a few weeks ago. And it was very enlightening. Yeah, it was. we actually had pretty good... We actually had a very good conversation, had fun with it, too. Yeah. So, before we get into all of that, um, we're, we do Star Wars Actors Guild do, does something called a live tweet, where you just tweet up uh, the show, Star Wars Rebels. That's our focus for this year, and maybe next year if they get renewed. And um, the next show is going to be Star Wars Rebels show uh, will be broadcast, meaning aired, on uh, February 2nd, and that's a Monday, the Monday after the Super Bowl. They must be trying to get off the hype of the Super Bowl, huh? Yeah, they're riding down. <laughs> Woohoo! That's the way to do it. That's how businesses do it. Anyway, you can watch um, the show tomorrow on Disney. Watch Disney XD. It's uh, on your internet. Get the hookup that way. And it starts at 9 p.m. Well, if you watch the show generally, you watch it on Disney XD at 9 p.m. If you want to pre-funk and get to watch the show before it uh, airs, you watch it on Watch Disney XD. If you have a cable provider, you have to have a cable provider. And if you need a Hondo hookup, here's a Hondo hookup. So we have links to it on iTunes. Yeah. I am Dr. G. Yay. <laughs> I have a Hondo hookup. Doctor is in the house. Yes. And then if you really are like, what is this show all about? What is this show? Hey, Thomas, how are you? What is this show all about? And you're like, I don't understand any of these rebels. You should seriously consider getting... The visual guide and here's another hondo hookup for that get the guide to star wars rebels yay yeah yay so i can be found on uh <laughs> star wars holos <laughs> we got a swag holos so yeah okay we're gonna go into the interview and then We'll talk about it after that. How about that? You Sounds ready? Good to me. All right. Yep. All right. Here we go. And today on, I've got our legendary, over-the-top special guest today, James <laughs> Arnold Taylor. Well, thank Yay! you. That's it. Uh, come on, cut it out. Ooh. Cut it out. Too kind. Fanfare. Woohoo! <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you. 
Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Being yeah. a geek myself and the fact that I make a living talking, I think it's appropriate that I'm on the show. Yeah, it's actually a fun it's fun having you on, I mean. Well, good. So, basically, you've had quite the career overall with mm -hmm. different characters. Yeah. What's, what's uh, it been yeah. like to be even part of Star Wars? It's you know it's an amazing uh, thing when you look at a, a your life um, and you put, step back and I look at all the things I've been able to be involved in. I mean, and being in franchises like the Back to the Future franchise, uh, or the Transformers, or the Despicable Me, or you know all these different things, and then getting to actually say Star Wars as well. It's pretty amazing because of course it's the biggest thing ever, and I'm so fortunate and blessed to be the voice of Obi Wan Kenobi for. Lucas for the last uh, 12 going on 13 years now uh, it's one of those things where you do you wake up and you pinch yourself sometimes you go wow I really uh, I get to do this for a living so uh, you know Obi-Wan Kenobi is not that far from my voice it's just with an accent and so it's it's not a stretch uh, but it's still a stretch in the capacity of this is an amazing character that holds so much lore to it and I've actually, this is the crazy part, I've actually voiced more Obi-Wan and acted as Obi-Wan more than any other actor. So that's, uh, that's really cool. I just kind of go, wow, the, the, the beauty of animation. Right. Can, I, can I ask this question really quick, Tony? You can ask whatever sure you like. <laughs> yes. So, you, I mean, literally, you gave the whole youthful essence of Obi-Wan in the <laughs> TV show. I mean... Yeah. We would have never known Obi-Wan in the Clone Wars, really, until you gave him voice. And then we saw, wow. you know, the, you in Star Wars Rebels for a bit. And yeah. is there a transition you did with his voice? Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for asking. Uh, there is, you know, Obi-Wan, of course, originally voiced by Alec Guinness, beautifully, wonderfully, as, as old Ben Kenobi. And these aren't the droids you're looking for. And he's got that great kind of, you know bit of his voice right. but um, Ewan McGregor took him and when you listen if you watch like The Phantom Menace and you his very first you know I have a bad feeling about this it's not about the mission master it's something else more elusive you know he's he's, he's got this uh, when he first opened his mouth I went oh my gosh he's channeling a young Alec Guinness but he's putting his own spin on it as well and I just have so much respect for both of them, but Ewan McGregor is just fantastic in what he did with the character, and he gave it layers. So he's got that, he's got that, you know, you look tired because of your mother. Dreams pass in time, Anakin. Be mindful of your thoughts. It's all in there. But then if he's, you know, come to your senses. What do you think Padme do if she were in your position? He's got this rasp to his voice, and, and I was able to cue in on that when we were doing the video games and such that really allowed me to keep my job. Um, but then it allowed me to uh, take it into the world of Clone Wars that we all know now and have George Lucas and Dave Filoni say, make the character your own. And so I was able to really kind of take it and morph it a little. And Dave had his own vision of Obi-Wan as well. And it wasn't so like if I'm doing if I'm doing you McGregor's Obi-Wan, it's it's up higher. It's 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 up in here. And uh, and Dave wanted him more reserved most of the time and you know because at this point he's really teaching Anakin he's really trying to be a a father or a brotherly figure to him and so 
we brought him down a little bit more and he was a little more serious at times. And uh, so, you know, there is a, like if I listen to it now, I go, I don't necessarily hear Ewan McGregor as much in my voice as I hear Obi-Wan. And that was the, that was the point. That was the hope. And so uh, what, a, what a great opportunity to get to do that. I was, I was very fortunate. That's pretty cool. And you've actually done a ton of superhero work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the favorites. I am I actually, more superheroes than I can imagine. <laughs> I actually like the leader as far as oh, the superhero work that you've done. Thank you. I, you know, I love the leader. And I was just in the studio uh, a couple days ago doing the last couple episodes of Hulk and the Agents of Smash. I'm really bummed that, that show won't be on anymore after two seasons. We did two seasons, but. Uh, I love, first off, it's fun to be the bad guy every once in a while. Oh, yeah. But the leader, you know, I will get you, Hulk, and your agents of smash. And he, but he, he kind of, throughout the sessions, you know, we would joke he was kind of like um, in uh, Lost in Space, you know, the, the, the professor there, there's a bucket of bolts, he turned into this, ooh, kind of bumbling, kind of, you know. It was great fun to just be able to go everywhere with a character and, and to not have to worry about being the good guy and the hero and yeah you know instead yeah. he's just he's just a bad dude with a big brain you know and uh, I love I love the leader it was really fun to put my spin on him so thank you for saying that yes and out of basically I'm a superhero fanatic myself oh yeah okay good basically out of all you've done so many out of all superheroes past, present, and future, <laughs> which would have to be your f key superhero mm. to actually do a voiceover for? Well, gosh, it's a great question. Um, I, I grew up reading comic books, Marvel and DC, loving them both pretty equally, but uh, probably, probably leaned a little towards more DC as far as my favorite characters. I loved The Flash, and I loved Green Lantern. Um, and so the Flash I have, I still have all my old Flash comics. And wow. I finally got to voice him on Young Justice. And there was, um, it was a celebrity that was voicing him originally. And then I came in on the last few episodes to, uh, to replace him because he was unable to due to filming or something as, as it happens. And um, so that was really cool. But then... I got to voice him now for all the Lego uh, movies and such that are coming out. And uh, so I'm the Flash, and it's a different spin on the Flash, which is really pretty cool. But So that was, that was neat, but I loved um, I loved being Spider-Man. I love being... Uh, I'm, I'm also, uh, just lately I've been Magneto and the Silver Surfer, which has wow. been really cool. Magneto is this grand voice, you pathetic humans. You shall not defeat me. I am Magneto. And yes. he's just so it's of course it's fun <laughs> to get into a studio and be be that. You know, I mean that's that's pretty awesome. And then the Silver Surfer, he's everything is very serious and he, you know, wants to know the answer. He takes everything at your word and so it's a, it's a great character as well it's been fun and then Iceman I got to be the Iceman I don't know uh, you know I'm such a superhero fan myself it's it's kind of like how do I pick uh, but The Flash was probably one of the coolest ones to get to actually say that I got to be wow that's pretty cool and yeah. when you go into like say the studios and stuff how, how do you prepare yourself like say do you kind of like say your voice or whatever 
Yeah, you know, when you when you go in, so it depends. It depends on if I'm doing a voice double for a celebrity, say, um, like I do a lot of uh, Jay Baruchel's doubling for How to Train Your Dragon. So um, if he's not available, I'll fill in for him. Uh, the games and such, there's a TV show. So I record all of the lines for the TV show before he does. And um, and so I will uh, I'll listen to Jay Baruchel's voice. <laughs> And I have a, uh, you know, on my phone, on my uh, my uh, iPhone, I will listen. And I'll just hit that, and then I'll, I'll listen to his voice. Okay, I'll get into character. And and then, I, you know, but it depends. It depends on, on who the character is and what it is. If it's a, you know, a lot of times, like with the Clone Wars, we didn't get the scripts uh, until we walked into the studio. So, uh, you know, you have to learn to kind of live on the fly. And so many of these things are top secret. Now, I'm working on some that, you know, next year if I come on your show, uh, we can talk about. <laughs> yeah, but right now next I can't. <laughs> right now I can't mention them. But um, but there are some next year, right? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. There's some very cool projects that are coming out. Yeah, that um, that I got to voice characters on that you will love, and it'll be like, oh, that's so cool, and then we'll get to talk about it. But uh, the preparation for it is always. Uh, you know, part of it, you just go in. I, you know, being a fan of comic books, being a fan of movies, I picture them in my heads, you know, when I come in to do it. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm just a geek. I'm just a geek. So, again, appropriate that I'm on your show. Yeah. And something that I know Gina loves the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy. <laughs> I you do. Actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> you yep. actually did Fred Flintstone <laughs> on that yeah. show. Yeah, but damn <laughs> that's all that was pretty much all he said except oh Fred um, yeah and I've, I've been the voice of Fred uh, up until just recently for the last uh, like 10 years I was the voice of Fred Flintstone which was a great great honor to be able to do that and I was the, the third voice of Fred official voice of Fred Flintstone and um, getting to do it on that show was great fun because of the I love that show it's just a fun show and uh, and Richard Horvitz is just one of the most brilliant voice actors he's so crazy and so to get to work with Richard in any capacity he played Billy of course uh, was great but then to get to play him as Fred as a caveman that's been brought back to life you know unthawed and only says yabba dabba throughout the whole thing pretty great so <laughs> you're paid by the word by the that's letter right. huh yes exactly exactly <laughs> and as far as for me on Nickelodeon series and cartoons like that Danny Phantom would have to be one of my other favorites Oh, yeah. See, I love Danny Phantom. And uh, David Kaufman did a great job as Danny. It was interesting because it was between uh, he and I originally for The Voice because they wanted a Michael J. Fox voice, and both he and I had done a lot of Michael's doubling in the past. And um, so they did another show. The creator of that, Butch Hartman, did two shows. And he, you know, as they do, uh, writers, they'll pitch a couple shows and they hope one of them goes. And Danny Phantom was the one that got picked up, but I had done one. Uh, which was uh, Sprig Spivak. It was an offshoot of of uh, the um, oh gosh, how am I forgetting? It's it's completely skipping my mind. The uh, fairy tales show uh, that he did, and and uh, it's ridiculous that I can't remember that. Mm -hmm. uh, Tara Strong is going to be so mad at me because it's uh, her show. But um, anyways, so I did this character and it didn't go, but so they brought me in to do a character for Danny Phantom as kind of a, you know, okay, well, your show didn't get picked up, but, 
And so I got to do the farthest thing from my regular voice and Danny Phantom's voice because we didn't want to sound the same. So I got to do uh, Walker, who was just this great character. And originally they wanted it kind of a Billy Bob Thornton kind of thing. And I had been Billy Bob Thornton's voice double for years. And so I was like, yeah, I can could, I could do it like Billy Bob. We could do it like that. But instead he turned into this more of a, you know, kind of a, he was a big ghost and he had a big voice and uh, <laughs> he was, he was great fun. Yeah. Walker. That's against the rules. You know, that was his, his line. So yeah, really yeah, cool. I Thanks remember, for mentioning it. It's fun. But yeah. He, that was probably one of my f favorite cartoons that Nickelodeon could ever produce. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a great show, you know. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and and there's a I think there's still a a big following of that, so it's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, and I'm gonna go way take the way back machine all the way <laughs> back to '93. You actually were part of Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, you I did don't additional voices, kind of extra voices, probably. Really, I you know if I did, I don't even recall doing it. So that tells you <laughs> how far back you. Great Scott Marty, you've gone so far back, I don't even remember. <laughs> Wait a second, Doc, this is heavy. Tony's crazy. <laughs> uh, well, that's the way I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so as a voice actor, when you first start out, you end up doing uh, a lot of shows where you do like the Walla and such, which is just the kind of the background voices and things, and. I uh, did that for like Futurama, the first few seasons of Futurama. Uh, you can yeah. hear my voice yep. throughout there in places, uh, which is is pretty cool. It's it's funny now because again, all those folks are good friends of mine. But it's like at the time I was just a uh, young a young kid starting out in the world of voiceover. So yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, you actually had your career start in '84. In '84 with, with Nausicaa. Well, Nausicaa, no. Uh, Nausicaa, we did, uh, when we did the American version of it, it was not in 84. Um, it was, uh, the first stuff I did, though, was for uh, Japanese dubbing, and it was probably in 91. And it was, uh, there was a game called Emmet, which was time backwards. And I, they needed somebody that could, that could do the voice of one character that aged backwards. So he started as an old man. So this is like before the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Um, mm -hmm. He started as an old man and then ended as a little kid. And I was the actor that they, you know, decided could do that. And, you know, I had the range to do it. And so I started as an old man and doing this old voice. And I think he might have even, might have even been, he was like in his 90s. Oh, I might have even been even older there. And then progressively he got younger and younger and younger. And then by the end, he was just a little kid. So it was, it was that. Um, <laughs> that was one of the first big ones that I did. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's even, I don't even, I don't know if you could even get that anywhere now. I mean, that was so long ago, but. Uh, yeah, it probably never might be know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah. So I, it's, also, it's, I also like Johnny Test. I used to watch. I oh, yes. Johnny Test night. is uh, totally awesome. You know, Johnny, we did. So that, that show is the show that you never would have expected to go more than one season. In fact, all of us thought, oh, we'll get a season out of it and that'll be it. And it went six seasons. And they talked about doing a seventh season, but then I don't know what happened there. They decided not to. But um, 
Scott Fellows is the creator of that show, and he created um, oh, Fairly Odd Parents. That's the show I was trying to come up with before. Fairly Odd Parents just came to mind. Um, and Scott had on that. Yeah. So Scott and I had met on Fairly Odd Parents, where I was doing Sprig Spivak and stuff, and he's a friend of Butch Hartman's. And so he had this character, Johnny Test, that is really actually based on him, because he has two twin sisters, Susan and Mary, that used to just make him do terrible things, you know, eat his <laughs> bug, whatever. And so he created the show because his, his twin sisters, Susan and Mary, are geniuses on the show, and they make him experiment, and he's the test subject. So, um, But he brought me in to voice Johnny as well as other characters on the show, and we did it, and it went to pilot, and then they decided to recast everybody in Canada because they do that sometimes to save money. But they couldn't find somebody to do the voice of Johnny. And they just, it wasn't what Scott had envisioned. He liked my voice. He was always hearing my voice in his head. So I had to go back in and re-audition for my own job. <laughs> and, uh, and I got it. And uh, so the rest of the cast for Johnny Test is in Canada. And I record here from my studio here. And uh, and so it's pretty cool. Uh, and the actor that plays Dookie now, Trevor Duvall, Who's uh, excuse me? He's an amazingly talented voice actor. He um, just recently moved to Los Angeles and has been doing more work out here now. So we get to see each other quite often, and it's pretty cool. So I get to hang out with my dog Dookie. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And yeah. when you did Back to the Future, have you ever had a chance to meet Christopher Lloyd himself? No, no. So you know, we both lived in the same town, which is my hometown of Santa Barbara, uh, and. I uh, lived there while we were recording the game, and he was living there. And it was it was funny. I was just telling a friend uh, today how I would end up going to stores, and they'd be like, "Oh, Christopher Lloyd was just here," and man, I just I kept missing him. So we never recorded together, but it was great uh, because I'm such a fan of his work, and I had you know done that voice in my stand-up act and through years of stuff. And you know, great Scott Marty, so you've got Doc Brown, and so he did him as the current doc and then I did him as the young doc so you taking a voice like Christopher Lloyd's and making it a 17 year old is kind of a tricky thing but the <laughs> folks at Telltale and I worked on it and you take and I put a little uh, Michael J Fox in there too because it was a little nod to that because I think everybody's assumption was I was going to do Marty McFly in the game but uh, AJ Lacasio is just this uh, wonderfully talented young voice actor who came in and blew everybody away with his uh, just fantastic rendition of, of Michael J. Fox's voice and Marty McFly. He sounds more like Marty than than Michael does now. And so uh, it was really wonderful. So I was, I was again going, ooh, I get to play, you know, the character this time. And so playing young Doc in that was just such an honor and really cool. I'd love to meet Christopher Lloyd sometime. That would be, it would be great fun. See, me, I'd rather, yeah. I'd like to meet Frank Oz because I can do his Yoda voice almost. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. okay. Good food. Come, come. Follow me. Oh, that's very good, actually. That is very good. I've heard a lot of Yodas in my day. Uh, <laughs> so that was pretty good. So for me to say, oh, that's good, and to not say anything. See, <laughs> see, right. you know if, if, I, if I don't say anything, or I go, yeah, that's great, Tony. <laughs> but that was actually very good. Uh, Tom yeah. Kane would be proud too, I think. But well, um, I'm yeah. trying to get a hold. I thought about trying to get a hold of him and. Yeah. Yeah, we've been it. trying, but it, it, everyone's busy around this time. False is strong with Tom. You never know. Yes. I'll, I'll yes. send out a. I'll have to send out some false. A beacon. Minefields <laughs> out there. To, yes, see what happens. <laughs> so right. in 
Gina here has some production questions for you. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, as the owner of uh, Star Wars Actors Guild 77, we perform, we write stories, we read a lot. It's it's a lot of work that we do. And uh -huh. all this hard work that we've been doing is not, you know, we perform it on Facebook and Twitter mainly. And and it's like it's gotten us a table for Star Wars Celebration. So I'll see you. Oh, that's you. great. Yeah. I have a table there as well. <laughs> well, you, in front of about, you have a uh, signing 5, table. <laughs> well, I, I get to host the main stage, which seats 5,000 people, and it is going to be wow. like a rock concert every day. I'll be interviewing uh, all yeah. the Star Wars. And so, yeah. You have fun. a bass guitar. <laughs> yeah, and I'll do my stage show, my one-man show called uh, Talking to Myself there as well. But yeah, uh, So, I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't mean to pull you away from your question. So, yes, you have a oh, table there. It's That's great. You. It's a fan table. And yeah. what we're trying to do is, okay, young people, we have to be very authoritative today. Young people, what does it take to be in production? And I see these credits that you have, and I'm like, wow, he was a producer, a writer, art department editor soundtrack you did all this work what what ha you know it's like how separated is it from voice to the actual production parts of it well you know uh it's a great question uh thank you it's it's one of those things where i think again most people that have a love for film or television or just creating you end up wearing different hats and i started you know, back when I was four years old, I knew I wanted to do voice work, and I, I started uh, doing voices and stuff, but also teaching myself the technology. So even back then, when it was you know tapes and uh, reel to reels, and you had to cut and oh paste. what <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah and uh, and records and stuff, but um, records no. yes. Some of us are, are, are 46 years old, so. Yeah, so you're, yeah. you're aware of what these inventions are. I'm 37, so. <laughs> you don't even know what these are, but no. Oh, so, records? yeah, so. <laughs> he does. I know what records are. My They're making a comeback, though, too. They are. They're making a comeback, so that's good. Yeah, because the sound um, is, yeah. Yeah, it's its own thing. So, yeah, in fact, most, most people would say that the sound sonically is more true to life on an analog record than it is on a digital recording but so I know all of it from going in and just loving it all and getting my hands dirty within all of it when I started uh, at 17 as a DJ I started sweeping up and then I would go into the the room the production excuse me the production room at night <clears throat> and I would create my own fake shows and I taught myself how to use all of the the equipment the reel-to-reel -reel tapes and and everything and so I've always had a hand in all of those things so now when I produce something or do something or if a friend has a project and uh, I tend to go, okay, yeah, I, um, I can do that. I can mix your sound for it. I, I love sound designing. Ben Burt, who of course is the Oscar winning um, sound designer for Star Wars as well as many other films and uh, you know, also the voice of R2-D2 and Jawas and all these things at WALL-E wow. and all that. He you know, created the lightsaber effects and every blaster in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. was one of my heroes and so I wanted to be a, a sound guy so I you know I have a recording studio here I have a production 
facility here uh, in Burbank, and so we we create stuff. It's it's if there's something that needs to be made, then let's make it, you know. And if we don't know how to do it, let's figure out how to do it. So I think it's I think it's really important for people to know their craft and to know all the inner workings of it. I think it certainly helps you in doing whatever it is that you're going to end up doing. If you're a voice actor, it's really important to understand the writing process. Or it's under it's important to understand the recording process and microphones and headphones and you know, uh, you get in front of a camera, you got to know the basics of that too. So, you know, I, I just, I tend to wear many hats because I like doing stuff and I like working with people and I like getting projects done. So if somebody says we should do that, I go, well, let's do it then. Let's figure out how let's to do get it. Get it together. Yeah. So mm. I'm working with uh, J.C. Reifenberg, who is a very talented young filmmaker who made a fan film. People yeah. may remember a uh, few years ago called Hughes the Force, which combined John yeah. Hughes movies and Star Wars. And I got mm -hmm. to play Obi-Wan Kenobi in that. And that's when we met. And now we have a, a production company out here in Burbank that we've just uh, started. And we've got a full facility. And he's got an amazing uh, show on YouTube called The Calm Link that he does. And so oh, yeah. I with David Collins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so it's that's pretty cool. So we really shoot well that done. out of our studio. Well, thank you. That's shot in our studios here. And um, it's uh, pretty cool. So that's, yeah, I always encourage people to know the inner workings of it all. That's very yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And let's see. I have, um, oh, I'm mostly on the Star Wars side because. Sure. Um, because basically the role play performances, I call it role play performances because we do perform. Oh, that's Everybody great. Everybody thinks we're thinking of it right out of our butts, but we're not. You come we up actually, with it beforehand. That's great. We have a script and everything. I mean, I saw you guys, I saw you role playing as Obi-Wan Kenobi on Twitter like in 2010. Hmm. Uh, and yeah. it was you only were interacting with people you know that's all right we all understand <laughs> that <laughs> but then when you when you see your character just appear on your feed i mean what do you you're like oh <laughs> oh well oh, people yeah, yeah there's, there's different <laughs> different people now i've i've always just been me i've been very open that might have been somebody pretending to be me um, no, no, not you, not not you, James Arnold Taylor, but like an Obi Wan posting on your page. Oh, like, it oh. wouldn't have, it wouldn't <laughs> have been me. I, there are several people that follow me that uh, that have the name as Obi Wan and such too. And sometimes if I see something I like, I might retweet it or something. Maybe it was something like that. But uh, mm -hmm. but I would, you know, I, I only speak as Obi Wan if uh, if everyone <laughs> knows I'm doing it. Yes. <laughs> No, but yeah, that's what we kind of do. We actually appear, you know, like as the character. But and the funny part is, they actually think we are. Yeah, well, that's great. <laughs> and, and so and so we're, and so we start doing. Okay, well, we'll start performing on you, and then all the other actors are like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and oh, we're like, fun. "Yeah, it's all in good fun." Uh, but anyway, the I had the Star Wars side of things, and one of them was, how did you basically decide Plo Koon, a Keldor? How did you decide he would sound like that? Um, well, <clears throat> you know, the thing is, is Dave Filoni, our uh, director of, of Clone Wars, his favorite character is Plo Koon, and so he had a very specific tone in mind when he first came to me with it, and 
it was early on, of course, because he's in the first episode. But okay. uh, you want to the Dave Filoni it loves Plo Koon. Yeah. One of yeah. my co-hosts on the Voice of the Republic is uh -huh. has been. I say, thinks he's Plo Koon. Oh, he loves Plo Koon. He thinks yeah. he's Plo Koon. <laughs> well, yeah, so, you know, he, he gave me very specific uh, words. He said Gandalf. He said, think Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, think Ian McKellen. And so I thought, okay, well, Gandalf. So I shall put on that voice and uh, we'll do this and... Uh, after that, then it's taken and it's put through a bit of processing and um, they put it through a processor and they pitch it down a bit and so by the end you'll get Kotoya, Master Kenobi. <laughs> so, it's, I've got a little mug here, I'm just kind of faking it but um, but when I go into the studio to do it it, it starts right in here is, is Ian McKellen and then uh, from there it goes wherever Matt Wood would take it. Matt Wood and David Acor being the uh, sign, yeah. sound designers for, for all of Lucas. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, a, it's pretty great. So it's just, he's, and then he takes on a life of his own. It's a, once you get into a character and you realize where it's going to go and where it's not going to go uh, and what you're going to do with it vocally, you just sit in that pocket and you just uh, soak it up. So it's pretty great. I love Plo Koon. He's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, and then Reiko Hardeen, is he like a modified version of any of the characters you voice? Hardeen, you know, is interesting with Hardeen, it was one of those things where I walked in that day and, you know, we get the scripts as we record. So I hadn't seen the script. I didn't know what was happening. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the episode with Reiko Hardeen, you might want to look away for right now or listen away. <laughs> Turn your ears away. Um, so I get the script, and the first thing I see is that Obi-Wan Kenobi is killed. And I'm like, what? And so that was... Uh, yeah, Raggy. And, um, and so, yeah. But I had come in, and I had a really... Uh, I was having a really bad allergy attack. And so my voice was shot. It was, uh, it was very rough that day. And so it worked for Hardeen, because they wanted him to be pretty different from Obi-Wan. And of course, they wanted him to be American. This was all George. George had this very much in mind. And um, so Dave was like, we want it to sound as far away from Obi-Wan as possible so George doesn't know that it's you doing it. And, um, and so we did that. And it was easy because I had this, this great you know, resonance from my allergy attack. But Obi-Wan sounded terrible that day. So I had to go back in the next week and I had to re-record all of Obi-Wan's lines. But... Um, but it was pretty cool, except for like the part where he eats the uh, big spider thing and it changes his voice. That yeah. I, I did that day, and that was pretty fun to do because it was just you know kind of creepy. It was real. <laughs> yeah, it was real. So, <laughs> but uh, and thank God they don't really have that. I'd be out of a, a job if they had those modifiers where you just swallow it and you could talk like anybody. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. but yeah, he's pretty fun. He's fun. So which yeah. is which has been your favorite villain that Obi Wan ever faced on the Clone Wars? Oh, well, come on. I'd have to say Darth Maul, right? Uh, Sam Witwer did yeah. an amazing job bringing <laughs> Darth Maul to, to life. And um, such a, such a, you know, I mean, wow, the stuff that he did, that Maul did. Again, spoiler alert there, if you haven't seen season five. Um, no, you're missing uh, out. <laughs> but uh, that was really unexpected because, again, we got the scripts that day. So to see all of that, but, but to work with Sam in the studio and, uh, stuff was great and just 
getting to take those characters to places that I, I think we all kind of wished we had gotten more of in the movies. You know, I, I always wished that Darth Maul was in the second and the third films, too, that he was a, a villain that lasted throughout instead of just being killed. I mean, I'm glad that he was done away with <laughs> by Obi-Wan, but... But, uh, <laughs> as I go. said on the Clone Wars, I, I should have aimed for his head or his neck when, uh, when I cut him in half. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that Darth Maul was, you, you know, you don't get much uh, more of a baddie than that guy. He was pretty great. And, and well, but also Savage Press was fantastic. Clancy Brown, who's a dear friend, yeah. just did an amazing job bringing that character to life. So, pretty cool. Right. And you know there's a new movie coming up, right? A new yeah, movie. Uh, seven. Oh, is there another Star Wars movie? I hadn't heard. Yeah. <laughs> have you had a chance to... Of course I know that. <laughs> so, have you had a chance to see the teaser trailer? I have. I was uh, one of the first people in Los Angeles in line. Um, I watched it with Kevin Smith and J.C. Reifenberg and uh, all of our friends, and we had a whole back row. We got there at 5.30 in the morning and uh, waited in line just to see the 80-some-odd uh, seconds of the trailer. Uh, in fact, yeah, I gave a, a review of it. You can see online, but um, uh, yeah, I I think it was pretty great. We did a, a comic episode too, where we kind of broke it down myself and Catherine Tabor, who is the voice of Padme Amidala, and uh, and then Kyle Newman, the uh, filmmaker that made the movie Fanboys. Those three of us sat down with uh, David Collins, the host of Comlink, and we talked about it. But it's uh, it looks pretty exciting. What do you guys think? I'm looking yeah. forward to it. You Good. see me rolling, and they're hating. <laughs> That's what they think about the Baldry. They just came out with the names of the characters just yeah. now. Just right now. And but, it, yeah. It, yeah, I have one question. I don't know if you're allowed to do a minor speculation, but you have no association whatsoever, or you can say, no, I'm not answering that. You could say, if you were to play an Imperial, who would you be? An Imperial, who would I be? I uh, Imperial. You remember the old uh, butter commercials? Da, 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 little crown Imperial. Yeah, it's Imperial. I'd be that guy. Oh, how's, that how's one. That for, how's that for a baby? Oh, Gina got bam. No, I got an answer. He can't say. Yeah, ha ha. <laughs> hint, hint. Yeah, well, most of us who are really into it want to, you know, they want to see. Um, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, huh? all of us want to see Grand Admiral Thrawn. Well, you know, it's it's one of those things too, where we all have our own um, versions in our heads too with mm -hmm. these characters, and and so it's it's such a tough place for the folks right now making Star Wars to be in because will it live up to everybody's expectations? It's like, no, you have to like, I always tell people you have to just kind of go, it's Star Wars, just just get into oh, it, just let it be. And, and and whoever they would choose to be, whichever character, you know, you just have to go, this is it, this is what we get now, you know, because you read a book for so long, you read the stories and you picture it in your head one way and then you see it being acted in another way. And it takes a while sometimes to get used to things, but I'm I'm curious to see what all will happen with everybody and, and how everybody's going to react to it all. I'm looking forward to it. And mm -hmm. one show I talk about on Geek Talk is, I talk about almost every time I talk about it, is Gotham, the original yeah. oh. Batman. Mm -hmm. what do you, have you had a chance to watch that? I Okay, so I have not watched it purposely yet because I'm waiting 
so I can binge watch it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Because I know it'll probably be one of those things where I'll watch it and then I'll be like, oh, well, now I, I, need to, I need to see the next episode. I need to see the next episode. So I have not watched it on purpose. I'm going to give it the whole season here. I think they're, 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 are they wrapping? Are they getting close to the end of the season? They've they're actually done. wrapped up the end of the first half of the first season. Yeah, the first half. Yeah, see, so I'm, I'm going to wait, and then I'm going to watch it then. So, th- so, yeah, I'll have to, again, I'll come back later and tell you what I think. Yeah, I myself All actually right. have been in contact with one of the actresses, and I asked her about the second half of the first season. And yeah. she said that it'll take and keep you, off, keep, you at the, keep you at the edge of your seat. All right. That is great. That's all we can ask for. So, yeah, I've yes. enjoyed the um, the show, The Flash, as well. I think that's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, that's I think actually it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's gotten really so, good. Yeah, I haven't but, seen uh, it. I haven't seen it like every week because of the fact that right. I don't have cable here. So, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, and well, if you have uh, like Hulu and such, you can see all of them. You can keep up to date with them on those too. So that's pretty cool. But right. it's a different world now. It's a different mm-hmm. world. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. worth watching a lot of the shows, though, too. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Well, cool. So, well, good. So, okay. So, any other uh, hard-hitting questions for me? Uh, yeah, we we okay. Star Wars side for a bit. What did Obi Wan think of Bo Katan? Uh. Well, uh. Well, I suppose. Or do I, you have him? <laughs> have to ask. Has to have to ask Obi Wan, I suppose. Um, <laughs> you're asking James, right? No, Obi Wan. Either thought. one. <laughs> Either, Either one. one. <laughs> I like. I thought that Bo-Katan was something you ordered as when you go to Chinese. <laughs> Meal, right? <laughs> Bo-Katan. Uh, try the no. Bo-Katan with the uh, with the uh, sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> Cause you know they call you they call Ob- you uh, Obi Teen because you're with Satine. Yeah, I know. We, I, you know, it was one of those things where uh, with all seriousness, I, I was looking for the joke, obviously, but um, I thought it was really cool because uh, we got to have that line too. You know, where he realizes and he says, "I'm so sorry." Um, where and then he, her eyes cut, you know, they make it look like her eyes cut, you know, kind of hurt. But then it's like, Kobe, when we get out of here, <laughs> we'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, she's a interesting character. I mean, really, you know, it's, it's funny, too, because she looks like Satine a bit, too. But she's this heart, like if Satine wasn't Satine, this is what you would get. And so, yeah, it's a, a really neat character. I, I think it'd be great to explore that character more. And, yeah, Satine was, And Katie did a great job. I myself would wonder how long before Obi-Wan went off to the Jedi Academy to train did Satine actually date him or whatever? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I we never happened. fully got that full story. <laughs> but... um I would love to. I would love to explore that as well. I think that would be an awesome, you know. Uh, I wish we could have done uh, like flashbacks in the show. I wish we could have done flashback episodes, but uh, that would have been fun. So uh, to see to see all the 
the whole thing there because I thought it was great that they introduced that that storyline for Obi Wan. It gave it certainly gave me a lot to play with. And Anna Graves, who played the the Duchess Satine, is uh, just an amazing, talented actor, and she's just wonderful. So it was really again spoiler alert. You know when when she has her big episode in in five in season five, uh, we didn't know that was coming, and so you get the script and you're just like ah. So yeah, it's uh, powerful stuff. So, do you have any thing coming up that you'd like to get promoted or whatever? Well, thank you. Um, well, of course, people can always go to my website, jamesarnoldtaylor.com, and they can click on all the little things like stage show and see my stage show talking to myself, which I'll be performing at Star Wars um, Celebration coming up in uh, Anaheim. Yay! I think it's 2015. Get your tickets. Uh, make sure you make it. Of course, I perform it yearly at Star Wars Weekends uh, in Florida I've as the host. I've been to of Star- try getting to one of those. Yeah, and uh, I'll be uh, performing the show. I just came back from St. Jude's Children's Hospital uh, in Memphis where I perform my show. And uh, I'll be performing it in, in Atlanta a few time soon but a lot of new again the ratchet and clank the movie is coming out in 2015 and i play ratchet it's based on the video games that we've been doing for oh my gosh i don't know how many years now 12 years and uh that there's some other really big ones again that i can't talk about most most work that we do as voice actors is so secretive especially in the world of comic books and star wars and sci-fi and all of that you usually can't talk about it so lots of good things coming uh, of course you can always hear me on uh Fox as the voice of Sunday night, Sunday fun day, animation domination, all that stuff on uh, Fox. Yeah. So you can always hear me there. On the strawberry mini wheats on the uh, mini wheats commercials. Oh, but, that's um, you on that voice. Yeah, that's me. So, <laughs> but um, so you know, I mean, there's always uh, always little things here and there, uh, but most of it, yeah, I can't always talk about. So you have to listen for me. And that's that's what I love is when the fans go, was that you doing such and such? I say, yes, good ears, you heard me. So uh, listen. Yeah, you have and, a uh, range, though. It's like, wow. Thank you. A good thank one. You. Good Thank range. you very much. And, uh, oh, and I should, I would be, thank you very much. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention my book because it's the holidays. It's always a, a good time to uh, look for those perfect stocking stuffers. And my book really is one of those ones. It's called JAT 365. It's James Arnold Taylor, 365 Days. Uh, you get to spend 365 days with me giving you positive encouragement. So each each page is a new day. And it's not a calendar book. It's not January, February. It's just numbers. So you can open it at random as well. And I, I'm somebody that has uh, done quite a bit through, you know, just the power of positive thinking. And uh, so I wrote this book to encourage people to pursue their dreams and their goals. And it came out last year at this time, did really well at the holidays, so hopefully people will do it, because it really is one of those great ones where by the end of the, the year, you have a journal of your thoughts and your dreams and your goals, And uh, because I ask you questions in it, and you just answer, and it's very simple. It's, it's a couple of lines, and then you, you write a sentence or two to just kind of capture where you're thinking that day. So wow. uh, that stuff's going on. It's always going on. And uh, again, it's always at jamesarnoldtaylor.com. People, please follow me on Twitter. I am Jat actor j-a-t actor and you can follow me on facebook as well although i spend i will be honest i spend more time on twitter and i answer people's uh responses i mean that's me it's not uh i don't have people answering it for me i have uh me there so if people want to ask jat a question they can certainly go to my twitter feed awesome Um, yeah well if you see a, a sabine wren talk to you in a nice sort of way 
Run no, away. It's no. <laughs> no, it's you. Okay. <laughs> run right. away. Yeah. Well, yeah. Know. You better run away. <laughs> well, you know, otherwise Master Yoda on Facebook might take and hit you up on your Facebook page. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. That Characters. would be me. The Inquisitor. Okay. We can get you the Inquisitor if you want to mess with him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. well, I have a bad feeling about that one. <laughs> yeah, that one, that guy, you know, it, 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 there's only one girl who can just drive him crazy, and we have found out that it's uh, Mara Jade as a yeah. little girl. Mara uh. Jade is a little girl, and she just drives all the Empire crazy. She's just into everything. <laughs> well, very good. She's force is strong with her, indeed. Yes. So, well, well thank you so much. With us. Yeah, I yes. really appreciate it. It's and been... uh, I don't get a chance to geek talk quite nearly as much as I'd like. So this has been very, very fulfilling for me. Thank you. Hey, whenever you want to come back, we I'm more than happy to have you back. Yes. All right. Thanks so much. Yes. So, all, right. all right. May the force be with you. And you and Me with too. you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was actually a good interview. Did you uh, stop the recording? Not yet. I was just about to. Hello, hello. We're back. Woohoo! You heard us? Yeah. They're still with us. Are you guys still with us? Give us a shout out. Say what's up. Talk to us in what's chat. Up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, you talk to us, you know. We're we're here. Let's uh get this right. Okay. So, uh what did you think about that, you guys? Uh, Matthew said great interview with James Arnold Taylor. Woohoo! And Lynn said Mara Jade drives us all nuts. <laughs> I don't know about that. What up? And Mike Webster goes what up? What up? What up? Yeah, that was a great interview. We were very lucky to have him on, and maybe we'll have him on again. We're not sure. We'll have to see. He well, has a lot of secret. See what I can do. Yeah, a lot of secret work that he can't reveal at the moment. And, you know, that's how it was. If you like to talk to us, give us a call. Uh, on this very episode of the Swag Podcast, with about James Arnold Taylor interview and a couple of other things, um, give us a call one eight five eight three four five two eight seven seven, and we'll talk to you. Okay, give us a ch some time because some of us no. are slow. <laughs> Well, what if they don't want don't want to use their regular phone? Well, I don't have the open one, and my Skype is all screwy. So leave my Skype alone. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, so. I should get a new Skype actually. Um, so uh, it was awesome. What I found, what did I find? What did you find something interesting? 
Tony. Did I find in something interesting while in talking this, to him? Yeah, while you talk to him, interviewing him. Well, I always find something interesting to get him to talk. Yeah, but did you, what, you know, learn some new insights when you talk to him? Well, basically, he's there's a lot of insights that he had. I mean, he had done so many dang interviews, or not interviews, but voices. Like, he was actually the mini wheat's voice. So. Yeah. I mean. Did you all know that? I don't know. I never knew that. I didn't but now, know that now you know. Right. Which he was actually, he also did Fred Flintstone. Yeah, I knew he had done that. But then again, did, he also did the Sunday Fun Day, the Fox commercials. Yeah, I don't remember those accurately, but I, but I don't, well, I believe it. The, they still do it. I mean, they on Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in between the shows and the little commercials and stuff, you have to have those voices. That is important. So, you know, that's, uh, we interview them, um, we interview people to not just to get notoriety, but to really understand how they created this whole awesome system that they created right. i love i love the fact about what he said about all his characters that he has voiced and what he said about bo katan and like he knows the whole ob team story he really likes that still but he still wants to know okay well what about bo you know that would be interesting to look at that's what he said right. so yeah, I'm going to skip this part. I don't think I want to talk about that yet. Um, <laughs> but we have worked on a performance, a swag role play performance. And we've written a fan fiction, but it's currently being um, edited. So, so, yeah, I wrote yeah. a lot about that. No, I'm not talking about Okay. So give us a call on this, um, about this interview, and it's one eight five eight three four five two eight seven seven, please, and I'd appreciate it. Okay, now we're going. That's my news sound. We're going to some <laughs> swag news. Get some swag news. So, um, like I said earlier before, that Swag 77 has, I said it numerous times, has a fan table at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. And as such, we would like to deliver things to the fan public. And that does that, and they and that does require funds, and it does require funds. Okay, and um, the way we're trying to do that is supporting. One of the ways that we're trying to do is go support us with our GoFundMe campaign. Yes, it's a lot of money, but you know, 
it's about trying to do the best that we can for our fans out of respect and educate new fans and um, that's what we want to do um, so the other thing we tried to do with Celebration Anaheim is get a panel discussion there and well we didn't get it they were like no we're not interested so oh well all we really wanted to show is how we design our social media accounts for performance uh, what we will call a social media reference library much like what costuming organizations have uh, you know a costume reference library but this is for social media but maybe we can do something like that at our table. Well, minimum. it is possible. Yeah. Um, do we want to do it hardwired or do we want to do it? Where can we do it? That's the biggest deal. Um, so, um, what's the latest that come that has come out of there? Let's do some. Uh, we have a web. Uh, Facebook page called The Cost of Star Wars Fandom and it's more Star Wars political so to speak and um, it, there is a there is a a uh, account for Twitter and it's uh pretty interesting called Star Wars pack and let's see Not now uh, we have a few stories that I've posted on there let's see one was did you guys hear that George Lucas told uh, publicly about that they didn't go with his story for episode seven. Disney decided to go with something else. They did not go for George Lucas rendition. And he did that at an interview that where he was going to talk about strange magic or something like that. That's the new movie that he has created for kids. And are you guys going to go see strange magic? Well, I've seen actually bits and I actually seen a review about Strange Magic. Yeah. And it actually seems to be a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's for kids, you know. It's about, you know, girls kicking butt and uh it seems like it's very interesting. So we'll see. Yeah. And then the other one is they have narrowed down um, or added more actresses for a standalone movie, uh, the Star Wars standalone movie. We still don't know what it what it will be about, but we do know that uh, Gary Whitta has finished writing it, and now it's gone to Simon Kinberg to make into a full screenplay. Um, that is an involved process. I thought Gary, they said Gary Widow was no longer part of it. 
Well, for now, he isn't. He finished okay. his writing, and then he hands it off. And, you know... He basically passed it like the Seattle Seahawks aren't going to be doing this weekend. Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Shut up! Oh, that, that wasn't... That was hard to resist <laughs> yeah i fell into that one yeah you fell into it and hook line and sinker yep so yeah so that's that um i had put that on there on this page somewhere anyway so we'll see we'll see what this standalone movie's really all about um, and we're not going to talk about canon because it's like gone. Anyway, um, it's, uh, there was another thing where, okay, I got this weird hookup for, um, I guess it's called IO9 and the group that wrote this is from Retro Zap. And they right. say that maybe Luke and Leia's mom, or Padme, didn't die of a dumb, broken heart after all. And right. that's what they say. They, they, this is their, their thinking. Not mine. Just saying. And so maybe Luke and Leia's mom, Padme, didn't die from a broken heart. Padme did not die from a broken heart. And they say also that it was not the force choke that killed her either. So, um, what happened? We don't know. Um, it's an argument. And um, it's from this group called Retro Zap. So here's another link uh, that is in full length detail. I don't know who this person is that wrote it. Um, some of it sounds like it's outlandish. Most of it is based upon the movies. Not a lot of it's based upon any book or EU or expanded universe canon, so... Uh, Legends canon, you mean? Legends. So, it's all movies. It's all pure from the movies. So... So, you could decide. I don't know. You know, what did Padme die from? I don't even think that's important. I mean... She died. Um, the biggest question is, is that, for some of us, is that, you know, was her death in Revenge of the Sith just another misogynistic plot device? <laughs> I mean, I've shared my thoughts on what really she died from, but people don't agree with me and that's okay you know we all have our opinions and mine right can be shared here so yeah give us a call at 1-858-345-2877 and talk to us about this 
Uh, basically, I don't know if she died of a broken heart, but it might have been kind of a heart defect. Physical? It's possible. Well, she, you know, she gave birth to twins, which is another issue in and of itself. <laughs> How do you not know you have twins? And so, a lot of people are disappointed in that. I mean, when Rods came out 10 years ago, but 10 years ago we knew quite a bit. So, what happened? Right. We knew where babies come from. If you're under right. a certain age and don't know that, well, I'm not going to tell you here. So, <laughs> yeah. So we have that. Um, that was about it that is really out there. Okay, we have a commercial break. Yes, that's our life. We have uh, separate sources of funding, too. Some of them are okay. And what they are is we have Star Wars stuff we all get. 77 style. We all get some stuff. We have a Tumblr account. Star Wars Swag 77 at .tumblr.com and we have a page that's Star Wars Stuff We All Get 77 style um, and we also have an Amazon store which is astore.amazon.com slash d-a-r M-A-U-20. And most of the, that link is directly to our store. Mostly books and stuff like that. But you can go elsewhere on Amazon and purchase something. Uh, please. We would very much appreciate it. And, um, and we get a tiny, tiny, tiny small percentage of it. Like less than 1%. For real. Dang. It's not a lot. <laughs> um, but we have links on all our Facebook pages to our Amazon site. We have them on the Stuff We All Get page. Star Wars Mania, you know. Yay. Star Wars, some Cora. We put we put some Cora in there. Um, we have affiliations with Amazon, Entertainment Earth, Walmart. T Public, T Fury, Superhero Sale, Verizon, Sprint, <laughs> Coles. I just haven't been putting on links for there. Um, we have um, something called a Redbubble account, which sells our t-shirts. And it's the Swag Shop Pay. It's called www.redbubble.com slash people slash swag 77 s h o p p e and we have a cafe press which also sells a few t-shirts for us which is www.cafepress.com slash swag 77 yay 
Yeah. And we support, uh, fully support Dave Fenoy at um, DaveFenoy, I-S-C-A dot Tumblr dot com. And his Facebook is Facebook.com slash DaveFenoy voice actor. Yay! So, yeah, that's what swag does. Uh, nice. yeah, we do. We do it. This, this is part of where my hard work comes in. So, if you'd like to speak to us, please find your favorite method. You can find me anywhere. But this is our contact information. I'm not really? gonna... We could find you anywhere? Yeah, you can literally find me. If you can't find me, then you have a problem. Well... And always find me at facebook.com slash igotswag77 if we can also go to our website which is swag77.com um, we're, we're we are on iTunes and um, I we have a group page for iTunes. We just got it. Um, it was interesting how that worked out. So um, it's called the Ari Afya Universe. And it's located here. Listen to one of our um, podcasts. And give us a review. Tell us how we did. You know, we really would appreciate that. We have YouTube. Well, see, I can. I'll give you how we did. Apparently, they're thinking we did horrible, so horrible. <laughs> yeah, I oh. guess so. <laughs> We're on Twitter, swag underscore seventy seven. We're on email. And then it's you, Tony. What do you have? What about you? Well, you know, I do have my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash geektalk1. I got the Twitter, of course, at geektalk01. Uh, and then I also have a YouTube now. Oh, yeah. Yes, we actually got geektalk now has a YouTube channel. Where basically all the interviews that you can actually see and or listen to are starting to be uploaded to YouTube. Woohoo! At the same time as most, I'm going to start making a fan fiction thing of called T Vader or Keith Vader. I'm just trying to think of which one I want to use because it is. Darth Vader's bum cousin. <laughs> so, yes, I'm working on that project. You got so, a lot of projects going on. Well, yeah. People ask me how I keep up with it all. Yeah. So, and basically, I look at it as time management. Mm hmm. It is time <laughs> management. Lots of time management. So, but, yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty much how it is for Swag and Geek Talk. And we also have JD Mall 
um, by Josh Spa, and he is very, very busy trying to get into college. So we wish him luck. We wish him well. He's already in college. Not yet. I'm not sure which school he's in yet. Ah. But a lot of is a lot of kids. We we all uh, they move on. They grow up. Is that what they do? Kids grow oh, up. I believe so. And they move on in life. Good for them. Do something positive. So yeah, totally encourage that. All right. So what shall we end on? I was thinking, may the jet be with you. Okay, works for me. Okay, ready on three. One, two, three. May the, the jet be, be with, with you. you. Yay! Your